Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The But First Stretch podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives and our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self-worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. Just a reminder, but first stretch. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken, and welcome back to But First Stretch. If it's your first time, I am so glad that you are joining me. It has been too long since I have last podcasted, and I'm so excited to be back. So if you could, if this interests you, if this might interest somebody else, please make sure that you share it, you give it a like on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it is iTunes or I like to listen to my podcast on Spotify. So please give it a like, please share it, and just spread the love. I can't guarantee this podcast consistency in the fall. I do have a newborn at home, so things have been a little bit crazy. I also have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and I will be working in the classroom again this year, as you heard in my last episode with Carissa Eberly, um, who works on Teaching from Center. However, I'm looking forward to having some great guests on the show this fall, and I also hope to sprinkle in some solo episodes. And due to where I am in my current season, I wanted to do an episode with somebody who is well-versed with newborns, but is also following her passion project, which is helping others every day. And my hope with this episode is that it inspires you. It maybe leaves you with something that you too can, you know, find to give back into your community. So our guest on this week's episode is Courtney Peters. Courtney is a mom of four, a teacher turned administrator, and a business owner. Courtney and I met about four and a half years ago when our firstborn babies took Baby and Me bar classes together. Today, she has created her own business, Swaddaloo Baby. Inspired by the struggle of getting her twin girls to keep their swaddles on for a good night's sleep, she began to craft her own. And I'm so excited um, for you to kind of hear her story, how she was able to, you know, create this product, patent it, and distribute it to people all over the United States. So I'm really hoping that you yourself get inspired and you'll see that we really just love having conversation together. I think, you know, one of the things I like to do before the podcast is light a candle to get grounded. And of course the candle like burned out and set the smoke detector off in the room. So it was just so fun to kind of have that real life moment with Courtney. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. The first portion of the podcast is the warm-up, introducing our guest. Hi, Courtney. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that you were able to do this. This is so fun. I'm glad to also connect with you, like not with our kids running around. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? And maybe you can even start with how did you first get into teaching and admin work? And now you own your own business. It's one thing yeah. 
Yeah, it's one thing to make a swaddle for your family. It's another to do your <laughs> startup company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I always wanted to be a teacher. I love people. The thought of sitting at a desk all day, like, was never appealing to me. Um, and I love being busy and moving. But I also never wanted to pigeonhole myself to a career. So I majored in English. And then I also received my certificate to teach. And I fe- uh, spent, like, 10 years in the classroom. Um, but I knew that I wanted to have three kids. And actually, another reason I went into teaching was because I thought it was like a perfect mom job. And I knew I wanted to be a mom. But it's actually like a really hard mom job because your hours are like the same as your kids. So when we knew I wanted to go for three kids, um, an opportunity at my school opened up where there was a position of director of communications. And it would allow for more flexibility. Um, I, I, I know, you know, this. like even just calling out when you're a teacher, you feel so guilty because like you have to find a sub and I work at Catholic school. So it's other teachers covering your classes. So anyway, this was just like a lot more appealing to me that it wouldn't be the end of the world if I had to work from home. So I took that job. Um, and it was great because I had that whole English background. Um, and I have to say that whole experience in teaching, like has really helped in everything that I, I do now. Um, and I always joke that, like, if the girls don't know what they want to do in life, I'm going to say, just just teach for a little bit because you'll be able to do anything after that. <laughs> um, but anyway, I started the director of communications job um, a year before COVID, and it involved a lot of things like um, covering events at the school. Um, I started managing all of Carol's social media and actually marketing Carol for the, you know, for the archdiocese. And they ended up adding marketing to my title um, because I had a bit of a knack for that. Um, And then fast forward, COVID ended up happening. Sorry, this is kind of like a long story, but COVID ended up happening. And that made my job like kind of crazy until graduation. So COVID happened in March and worked great because that's right when the twins came. So the twins came and then my job got really quiet because it's like the summer before last year and like nobody knew what was happening. So I couldn't cover events. I couldn't, um, I couldn't, uh, there wasn't anything for me to communicate because nobody knew what was going on. Um, there wasn't anything for me to market because we just like weren't sure where the school was going to be in the fall, like everybody else. So my job got really quiet and that really allowed me time to pursue, um, the swaddle. And that's kind of like where, how I ended up doing both. Um, and I guess that's kind of like the long version of (laughs) how I ended up being where I am right now. That's amazing. So I also think it's so cool. So you wanted three kids and like surprise. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I wanted like a huge family. Like, I mean, now I understand that a lot of kids are like expensive and you just don't have the time for a million kids, but like, I mean, giving time to each kid is very, you know, intensive, but, um, but yeah, I, I feel very blessed because I feel like I got my big family, but I, I could have never convinced my husband to go for four. (laughs) So I got lucky. I also don't think kind of jumping around. I don't think I would have came up with the idea of the swaddle if it weren't for having twins, because, um, I saw how well it worked. I would put one twin in just the standard swaddle you'd buy and she'd break out of it. And the other twin would be in like my, my prototype design. And I could just see how well it worked for Houdini babies, like babies that, you know, just are really wiggly and always trying to get out. No, I think that's awesome. And, you know, I, 
I'm going to share this because I've been using the Swadloo and I, we love it. Like my husband's into it, you know, we have like this whole routine and I, I feel like for a, what, five week old baby, he sleeps the best out of all of our children. Oh, it's so nice to hear. Yeah. It, it really does. It works if you stick with it too. Like sometimes babies kind of fight the swaddle at first. So I, um, it's definitely the most rewarding thing is to hear, you know, moms that are like happy because they're getting sleep and it's working. So, and it's so funny. I feel like my first one would have fought the swaddle. My second one, we never even swaddled her because she, we just put her in the zip up pajamas and <laughs> she was yeah. so easy. Um, but he's, he's taken to it and it's so, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm so happy to hear that. I know. And that also is sometimes like, I, I'm like super sensitive and like, I just want to help people. And so like coming to terms with like, it's not for everyone, but the fact that it works for a lot of people like is like, you know, I should keep going, you know? And, um, that was, that's been kind of a challenge in like understanding that all babies are different and like, you know, I try to like softly like push the product, but at the same time, like I have to understand. And I try to do that in my messaging too on social media. Like it's okay if it doesn't work for you too. Like there are a million options out there. I love that. And I think, I think that's like my theme of this podcast is like how you're helping people. And that's like one of the coolest things. Like you have a full-time job, you have kids, but it's still important for you to help people where you probably would have wanted it early on with the twins like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think I would have went nuts with the twins and I, I feel so, I, I'm sure you're in these mom groups too, where you see these moms and they're like so stressed and like now as like an experienced mom of four and you have three, like you just get better at it. And I just want to, you know, like, and I just wish I had it like with my first with Claire, mm-hmm. I was such a mess with her. And, um, you know, it, that time period can be really be a lot more enjoyable if you kind of have the tools to, to do it. It's, it's just so hard. It's mm-hmm. so hard. Your first kid. I, I say I, the first kid for me was harder than four. I just felt like I was I agree with I agree 100% with with that one um so what's been and I think we did like kind of hit on this what's been the most rewarding part of your job so like we mentioned earlier hands down it's moms that tell me about how well their babies are doing in the swaddle and that it's making them feel better because they're getting sleep um you know I actually uh, don't work for a public school. I work for a private company. Um, and I didn't have any maternity leave at Carroll. Um, and I felt the pressure of needing get, to get back to myself quickly. And I feel like a lot of women feel that pressure. Um, and it's why I really created this swaddle because it was in the middle of the night. And I also had the pressure of just like four kids that under three and a half. Um, but I know moms feel that pressure in all sorts of ways. Um, and I just felt like, Oh my God, this isn't working. I need to figure out something that, that, that works. Um, and, and so helping moms kind of get back to feeling like the best versions of themselves quickly and faster is the most rewarding part of the job. I love that. And what, what's the most challenging part for you? So, um, so many challenges um you know not taking things personally is definitely one it's swaddling isn't for every mom and that's okay um 
And then also it can be hard. Like it is a unique swaddle and a unique design. It's not like it is a double swaddle. So it does require, and I'm sure you feel like you've probably gotten better at it. Like at first there's like a trick to it, Um, you know, with anything like your shoelaces and tying them, like the more you do it, the better you get. And then it gets really easy and simple. So, um, so that's definitely been a challenge is trying to educate moms on how to use it, um, and why it's different. But I also like those challenges. Like, for example, we just added a sticker to the front of this waddle that peels right off, but it has a QR code that links right to the video. So, um, that's just kind of, I, I like like challenges and figuring things out. And actually the feedback has been like, that's allowing more women to watch the video or I don't know what the right word is. That's more women are watching the video because of that QR code. And, um, and we're having less like user error. Um, cause you know, in the beginning, somebody sent it back and said, like, it was riding up to, they were breaking out and it was riding up. And I was like, you've got to be doing it wrong. Cause there's no way that would happen on a two week old baby if you're doing it right. So, um, but you know, I'm, I'm one to take on a challenge. So it's, it's, you know, we're getting over those kind of humps. I think that a common thing for, for people is when they are doing something that's helping people, it's changing people's lives. Like the criticism is always so hard. Like, I think that's a common element when you're looking at starting your own business. It's like intimidating when someone, Mm -hmm says, hey, it's not working for me. You're like, what? This is great. (laughs) All right, so let's dive into the workout portion. Now, you're juggling a lot right now, mom, wife, work, business. Can you tell us what are some non-negotiables for you in your life? It's so funny that you're asking this because I just did, like, a post on this today. Um, And, like, my brain literally felt like it split in September. I... So I started having to go back to work full time, um, like in person, which is different than working from home. I mean, it adds a lot to your day. Um, and the twins mobility was just really, you know, is getting a lot more challenging. Um, I have two preschoolers. I just had a startup. I had a lot going on and I, um, like stopped being able to think like (laughs) my brain was just not like working. And then both of my jobs, I'm always on social media with Swadaloo and Carol. And like, I just found myself going into these like black holes of just, I'd look at other people's Instagram. I would like get consumed by other advertising. And I ended up just not doing anything because I was so distracted by other things. So anyway, I read, um, I don't know if you've read it, because I know you're into books, um, Peak Mind Ooh. by um, Amishi Ja. She's, she actually is a pen professor, um, but she's really into like mindfulness and meditation. And I just got into that the past six weeks, and that is like my new non-negotiable. Like I can't live without it now. And it's like helped so much with productivity and just kind of getting back on track, um, working out and you know, family time's important, but sleep's really important too. Like my three personal non-negotiables are like meditation, working out and sleep. And I can't function without them. No, I so. think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> yeah. You meditate, right? Or mm-hmm. you, you do yoga, which is form of it. Yeah. And I started, um, I mean, I've been meditating for a while, but I feel like after having my third it became like super important to me because, you know, like after you have the baby, you can't really like work out really, or at least in like 
the same capacity. So I was like, I feel like I need to maybe get my mind in a good place and then my body will eventually follow. Right. I know. And it's so like the change I've experienced from it is like night and day. And now I'm just so interested in, um, like, how do you get kids involved in this? I was wondering if you knew about that, like kids and met, cause it seems like it would be a challenging thing for kids to do, but I'm like, surely somebody's coming up with something that like, I want my kids to do this at like the start of every class. Like, I don't know. Do you know anything about kids and meditation? That's funny. That's <laughs> something I want to kind of bring into my classroom this year. Like when I return <laughs> and I'll definitely share with you like what, what works. I know mm-hmm. for like, my kids, um, my son is a very, like, he likes, he's very visual, and there's this app called, um, I guess it's Breathe, is the app, yeah, and they have, like, a kid's version, and, um, he loves it, like, it's, they have him do, like, a, it's, like, a, the loving kindness meditation, but it's so cute, it's, like, they go into space, and they're on this planet, and it's really cute like the planet is it's sad it's like blue and it's supposed to be red and then they do like this meditation with them and then so he's like putting his hand on his heart he's like doing it with them it's a different color and I could see how that would be that would work yeah I have to look into that for Claire yeah I just feel meditation would do her some good too (laughs) all everybody (laughs) does I know my husband's like I mean, I'm going to convert him soon. <laughs> it's just, it's really powerful and it's unbelievable. Like more people don't talk about it, but this what this book I'm reading did say, like, it's kind of like the gym 30 years ago. Like nobody did it. And then everybody does it. Cause they realize like how beneficial it is. I think we're right there. Mm-hmm. Like in society, I think it's going to happen in the next few years. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'll have to check out that book. Yeah. It's a good one. I mean, as far as exercise, I love Orange Theory. I'm really big into that. Um, you know, we met at doing bar with our mm-hmm. little babies, which is so cute. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so really any, I'm, you know, into everything. But as long as I'm moving my body and then also, like, finding that time just to think, to center myself, that sort of thing. Because I feel like the busier you are, the more you need that stuff. And I also feel like you're, by doing it yourself, like, even your kids are so, int- they love running, they love moving, it's, right. it's cool that they're picking that up from you, too. Right, and it's funny you say that, though, because I saw how, like, split my brain was, and I, that was, that's what's nice about kids, is I was like, I don't want my kids to be this way, like, I need to figure myself out, so that, like, they can see, like, a healthy way to balance it all, because I, you know, it was you know, when you're stressed, you're not, you're short tempered, you're, you know, anxious. And I just, it's a nice thing about kids is it kind of like pushes you to, to get right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And what's your favorite part about having four daughters? I know you love a big family, but. Yeah. So I feel like, um, all families are cool for different reasons. Like you get to experience both boys and girls, but I think it's really cool having like a whole crew of kids that are the same gender, whether that be like all boys or all girls. For me, they all have like really similar personalities. Like they're different in certain ways, but they also like really are a lot alike, Mm -hmm. which is cool like I know when they go through school the teachers are gonna be like oh you can tell that's a Peter's girl uh, 
Um, so that's like just really cool because they all play very similarly. They all like the same things. Um, and that's been really neat to watch as a, a mom. Um, and, you know, I'm all into empowering young ladies. So um, that's also really cool. That's so yeah. cool. So what's cool about, I have to throw it back to you. What's cool about having like a boy, like seeing both? Is well, it different? <laughs> it's, it's so fun. I mean, I would say that they both also are, they have a lot of similar interests, which is like fun. It's fun. But I feel yeah. like right now my middle, so Kaylin is like just trying to keep up with her brother. And yeah. it's so funny because like she wants to be so much more independent than he was at that age. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like girls are, like, actually a lot more, like, like they want independence more than boys do. Like, like they seem to, like, be okay with their, their mamas and stuff more than girls. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she's her new phrase is, like, I do that <laughs> for, for everything. Oh, God, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? my question is, what's next for you? This could be anything, like – personal professional yeah so um so gonna continue with meditation gonna continue with the gym um but something that we're really excited about is the um swaddle 2 that's actually coming out um so that is a um it's pretty cool we have um it's for early rollers so it actually goes around the crib and then it kind of goes over that the outer wrap of the swaddle and secures the baby that way. It honestly is very similar to what the snoo does in terms of the crib, but it just doesn't rock, which I personally think is the best option because it's, that's just kind of a crutch that you're going to have to break with a baby. So getting them used to kind of sleeping with no movement is, is the, the best option. However, I understand like it can be jarring when your baby like starts to wiggle and like, like appears to be like unsturdy um so it adds that extra layer of security um so that's exciting but it is like different and i know different can be good because it means there's nothing else like it out there um but in terms of challenges like just kind of educating the public and um talking with sleep consultants about it um is definitely like gonna be it's gonna be fun work but it's definitely gonna be a lot of work to get this out there um we also have a heavier fabric option um our swaddle is weirdly cool even though it has that extra layer um so we have a heavier fabric option that's going to be coming out we also have new colors that are going to be coming out we have a third size a medium so right now we only have a small and a large and what we found is happening is there's a lot of moms that like want this when the baby is closer to like 10 pounds because they started breaking out of the swaddle, but they don't want the small because the small only goes up to like 13 pounds and it's not a cheap swaddle. So, um, anyway, it's really nice that we're able to offer this medium that will probably, it's probably all they would need is the mediums like 10 to 17 pounds. Um, the larges works it's just a little bit bigger so um so that's those are kind of what's happening with Swadaloo and you know continuing my job at Carol and slowly getting everything done you know I'm just I'm not in a rush like the Magic Merlin took like 20 years of organic marketing to kind of catch steam and all that stuff and you know I'm not in any rush to kind of make this happen it's kind of everybody's like, isn't it stressful having another job? And I was like, it's kind of nice because I'm not worried of it. it's, you know, it's not a big deal. I, my like 
our mortgage and life savings isn't depending on on this. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Yeah, this is just like a business question. How do you? Yeah. Um, like for your swaddle, how did you have to go through like making sure it's like safe and all that? How like what's the process like for that? So it is. So it's quite a process. Um, so you have to follow all of the AAP um, recommendations. Um, we met with sleep consultants. We showed it to pediatricians. Um, and um, there's like the hip dysplasia institute that you have to go through. Um, and so there's just a lot of things. They, they do a good job of like these are the check marks of what you need. And we were just very careful to follow everything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it is, it, it's a process. So here's where that smoke detector went off. Sorry about that. How do people get your Swaddaloo? Okay, so you can order Swaddaloo by going to swaddaloo.com, S-W-A-D-D-L-O-U, um, swaddaloo.com, and that's really the, the main place to get it. Um, thinking of going on Amazon eventually, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. So right now, just directly from swaddaloo.com I package them all myself um ship them out and you should have it in a few days that's awesome and how can we get in contact with you via social media you have some really cool things just for parents for people like positive sayings it's like so worth following you (laughs) thank you just at swaddaloo on instagram and then swaddaloo on facebook we do have a tiktok too um and I'm trying to get better at going on there because I know that TikTok is where everybody's headed. <laughs> um, I just, uh, it's, it's just hard to keep up with all of them. But yeah, Instagram, we're very active. Facebook, we're active. Um, and TikTok, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have like kind of talked about these and I love it. Um, I ask every guest three wrap-up questions. And my first question is, what stretches are you doing in your own life? Um, yeah, so I mean, certainly the meditation that I talked about is definitely stretching me. I honestly didn't think it was going to work and I'm shocked it did, um, kind of shows how much I needed it. Um, and then, um, I talked about the book that I really liked, which is, um, uh, wait, what was that book called? Oh, Peak Mind, sorry, Peak Mind and Meditation, um, and then what was the third question? Um, what is something you can't stop talking about? Oh, I, um, I love, well, I can't ta- stop talking about a lot of things, but, um, <laughs> I actually really loved the show made on Netflix. Have you seen it? I haven't. I saw it was like suggested for me. <laughs> I feel like you would like it. It's just really good. I feel like it's a good social commentary too, and it's it's just was really well done. So I keep I keep bringing it up at work. <laughs> cool. I'll have to check it at out. Work, I keep bringing up maiden uh, meditation. They're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that, Courtney. Thank you so much for this. This was so nice to connect to talk to you about Swadaloo and your life and just how you juggle all the things that you do every day. Oh, I appreciate it. And it's so fun, you know, being in the area with, with moms like you too. And I can't, I'm going to be hitting you up soon. Cause I don't know anything about kindergarten registration. I feel like you're going to be good with that stuff. <laughs> As I like cry in January about it. Oh yeah, I know. It's going to be, it's going to be hard. <laughs> so it was so nice to connect with Courtney and 
I'm so excited to do this cool down meditation. I love to hear that Courtney is also embracing meditation as you know, a way of life. I loved her gym metaphor of how more and more people are going to be meditating just like they would be going to the gym. And I wanted to share with you a meditation that I'm doing currently. So after I had my third, I wanted to come back to my breath, especially with this busy season of life. And I started this practice doing alternate nostril breathing, which is something I've done at the end of some of the episodes. It's a really great um, meditation practice. And I did that for about 10 days until I found um, this one. And it's probably going to change again as, you know, depending on how you feel, what kind of meditation you need in your body. So I want to share one. It's it's fairly simple. And when I say simple, I don't mean like meditation is simple. I just mean it's simple and it's something that anybody can do. And you can kind of do it whenever. So right now, for me, I am doing this in a heart bench. So I'm using two yoga blocks to kind of open up my heart and my chest. I'm feeling, you know, after like holding a baby around, my my kid is giant (laughs) and I have two other kids, I'm feeling like my shoulders are collapsed in a little bit. So I do love um, the kind of shoulder opening. You can even use like a pillow to lay on um, right underneath like your back where your heart space would be. Um, You can also find a seated position. If you want to lay down, you're more than welcome to. And I encourage you just to find a position where you won't fall asleep. And this is one where I'm going to lead this. And you're welcome to stop this at any time and continue your own meditation practice. Um, We're just doing counting breath. And... What you do is you just continue to focus on your breath and as soon as, you know, your mind starts to wander, you just go back to number one at any time. And it's something that, to be honest, I've only gotten up to 16 with recently. Uh, My mind is thinking about a lot of things right now, but it is so grounding for me and I hope that you find this a little bit grounding for yourself. So come into that comfortable position wherever it is, on the floor, on the seat. If you're seated, maybe just notice your spine grow nice and tall. And if you're on the ground, just allow yourself to kind of let the floor support you. And gently close the eyes or lower the gaze. And just take a breath in to start and exhale out. Let it all go. And just breathe in. And exhale one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale, exhale three, inhale, exhale four, 
Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale. Exhale, six. Inhale. Exhale, seven. Inhale. Exhale, eight. Inhale. Exhale, nine. Inhale. Exhale, ten. Continue your own breathing, your own counting. And as soon as the mind wanders, just gently bring yourself back to one. And stay here as long as you need. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Butt First Stretch. Have a great day.